Parker. How long we been running from this? I miss my chance, I'm fronting my bliss I'm back, grab your Kodak, it's the Ozak on tracks Hit a whole fat dough stack, so sad Why these whole bags so ab? Broke back rappers, yo Zach, toe tags Whack ass life got me going postal You don't gotta feel us cause we know the coastal Vicious vocals out of Los Angeles Crazy as they tell the evangelist You're not really wanting this brand of fizz Say you want the hands and let's handle this Knock out motherfuckers that are talking shit Any chin I come across I'm rocking it Got the chicken, got the pin cocked and gripped I'ma do the shit to the apocalypse I know, you know It's time to let the people know It's on, we got that sound that's coming out the underground. It's on, 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 it's on. I don't think they want it with us. Got a dope team, we running shit. Plus, we plug peas up, we ripping these up. About bigger stacks than triple D cups. Three much for the skis, us ease up. We don't play with teasers, we fuck. We run all these nuts, flow C bus. See, hun, you know me from the cut. Try to tell you bitches these flows were hard. Now I'm killing distance with no regard. Fucking, fucking feelings, I'm just too raw. Fucking phony obstacles, I bust through all. I set all the standards and break the laws. I got all the answers, I'm sweaty, y'all. I'm so unconvincing, oh, they hate me so. I won't get a mention on the radio. I know, you know. It's time to let the people know it's on. We got that sound that's coming out the underground. It's on. 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 Used to think this would be automatic. See me, I'm the magic three P doing damage. These beats need a bandage. ZG the advantage. PB on the canvas. He need to be bandits. Not fair how we freeze hot air. They stop staring at the way he got there. A lot fair, he make them drop tears. They not near, they fake he swap pairs. Now it's all about resurrection. Got it headed in the best direction. I can do it blessed with a fresh pen. Somebody tell him that the West is checked in. I know, you know. It's time to let the people know it's on. We got that sound. That's coming out the underground. It's on. 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 I know. You know. It's time to let the people know it's on. We got that sound. That's coming out the underground. It's on. 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 I know. You know. It's time to let the people know it's on. We got that sound. That's coming out the underground. It's on. 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 We are here for you. 
from Cloud9 in Dimension 11. It's KZRO once again. That was a jam from four years ago. Uh, I know the recording quality isn't the best, but you know, it still slaps. So it works out in the end. <laughs> like, uh, I didn't, I, I forgot about that track for a while. So I'm glad to bring it back for the people to hear. A lot of people hearing it for the first time, I'm sure. So I just want to say you're welcome. And I'm so, I'm so happy for you. I'm so glad that you were able to hear that. So first things first, I thought I'd start it off with, uh, your, your Instagram questions. So somebody sent a blank one. Um, thanks. Thanks for responding. I don't, maybe I, you want me to just have a moment of silence? I'll do that right now. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, somebody else asked, what do you think the future of music is? Um, I think it's going to continue down this route and it is of just like, it's going to continue down this route of, of people um, making mostly online. I, I think concerts are definitely going to be different. You know, I don't know if there will be a lot of concerts in the future. So that's that's tough. You know, um, I don't think I, I think there will be. But it, it the, this is going to be something that uh, runs through for a long time. I think like a lot of collaborations are probably going to be just online, although they already are now, but it's going to continue down that direction. I think the electronic nature of it is just, is going to be pervasive. Like, I don't think, I don't think we're going to go back to instruments primarily, you know, there's always going to be instruments in music, but I feel like, and a lot of times, you know, I, I don't think it's going to go back to, to fully, uh, you're not going to have like, as many bands playing and all that, like it's it's going to be mostly like the people singing over beats and so, uh, even a lot of the bands you have now, it's a lot of electronics and synthesizers and things like that. So I think that's probably the likely direction. I'm not necessarily a huge fan of that direction. I, if if it were me, if I had the capabilities, I'd love to have more live instrumentation. It's just kind of hard. Uh, it's a lot harder to coordinate when you have to record and mix all these different instruments. Like just getting vocals down alone, it can be difficult with recording. So getting all that down when you don't have a budget or anything is definitely uh, difficult. So <laughs> I hope that I'm wrong, though. So hopefully. Oh, somebody else wrote hi at Life in Zero Gravity with a smiley face. Uh, hi. Hello. Hello, human. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, somebody, another question, who's your favorite Beatle? I think, I, I wonder if you guys could guess. Just think, I'll give you a couple seconds to think about it, figure out what you think. So what 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 name comes to your mind? It's definitely Ringo, right? No. <laughs> I mean, I think, I don't think I'm alone. I think a lot of people's favorite Beatle is, uh, well, it's usually either John Lennon or Paul. And I go with John Lennon. Um, I just feel... I feel like he was more, a little more experimental, you know, and and George Harrison might actually be my number two, like yes. the guitar work and his experimentation. I think that, and obviously, I mean, I like, everybody likes Paul McCartney. There's nothing against him or anything like that. But if you're asking like which one I kind of like have a more positive feeling towards, I definitely have to go with John Lennon. Although like some of the stuff John Lennon did wasn't necessarily all, all cool, you know, but a lot of, uh, in general, I think that he was like the driving force behind a lot of the stuff, like behind a lot of the 
the quirky experimentation and things like that. I think, you know, Paul McCartney, I credit him for a lot of the, um, the melodies more, I'd say. I mean, I don't know. I'm not an expert on the Beatles or anything like that, but, and like, I'm more, I'm just going to, I'm going to keep it real. I'm more of a Rolling Stones fan than a Beatles fan. Like personally, I don't know. I just like that. Their sound a bit more, although I do think the Beatles were, were more polished in general. Um, I like the, I'm not exactly the most polished artist out there, so that's probably why I have I prefer that as aesthetic, you know. <laughs> I like the 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 stones are definitely ex- experimental, you know, and I like that uh, being willing to push boundaries and all that. And both of them are, don't get me wrong, but the Beatles just always seemed a little cleaner, or something, you know, a little more clean cut, something like that. So that's about that's about where I, I'm at with it. <laughs> It's a bit of a long answer, I know. Uh, let's see what other questions we got. Do we even have any other questions? Somebody said, have a look with the eyeball emojis at my profile. Or no, on my profile. Uh, I looked at your profile. Uh, I, I mean, cool. <laughs> I don't mean to be rude. I'm just not I'm not sure what to, you know, what to say. Like, I appreciate uh, you checking in. So thank you for that. <laughs> Uh, somebody else said, hey, hun, hope you stop by my page and say hello sometime soon. I'm bored, smiley face. Um, this person has been writing in and I'm starting to kind of wonder whether they're a bot or not at this point, because it's always some type of questions like that. And it, they're not really questions, but they're little responses. And I'm just like, OK, do they have like somebody running their social media? Maybe I don't think it's like actually a bot. But it does seem like somebody may be running their social media and like reaching out to people just to get their name out there more. That's what it comes across as. I could be totally off with that. Maybe it's a legitimate fan, but it's just <laughs> like, let's see. I, I probably still have the response from last week on there. What they, they said something last week, too. So let's see if I can find it real quick. Have a great day. Um, yeah, they've been writing in stuff like that, you know, and it's like. I mean, it's nice, but I don't personally know them. So it sort of makes me wonder, oh, they said, come by and say hi sometime, babe. That was another one. So I'm starting to think that they may just be um, a, like, not a bot, but they may, they probably have someone running their social media that's responding to my questions on here. Because <laughs> other than, it doesn't make sense other than that, you know. So we're working on, I'm working on getting to the bottom of that mystery. Uh, so let me know if you want to come on. Our guest today did exactly that, and we made his dreams come true. <laughs> that's what, that's what we do on this show. So let me know if you want to. Uh, if we have space in our busy schedule for you, we can we can make it work. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I feel like I haven't been a hundred percent myself, and I'm sorry for for that, you know, like lately it's just been really hectic and I've had to carry the full weight of a show without guests and now I'm I'm live on a on a 7-year-old's phone uh, in video form so <laughs> uh, I'm streaming to you on all different kinds of networks right now. <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah. But I, I, I haven't felt like the the last few were like my favorite shows. So um, 
I'm looking forward to getting back to that. And and I and I feel confident that today will be a return to form. Not that it was bad. And it is fitting it would be a return to form because this is our Kobe episode. Last week was our Jordan episode. This is episode number 24. So this is our Kobe episode. And you're you're welcome. We're we're glad to have you here. We're glad to be here. So, I mean, I am a radio guy, but I can only do so much. 1% of me is still better than 100% of anyone else. And that's, you know, it, at the end of the day, like, I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic for you that you get to listen to. I wish that I got to have somebody make a show like this for me. But unfortunately, there's no, there's only one me and I can't make shows for myself, you know. So this is for this is dedicated to you, all of you out there. I feel Hello. like I've yes, and Astro Alicorn is here with me as usual. Hello, lately. humans. Hello, humans. <laughs> <laughs> we are back with you. We are yes, humans. The stars we of we are the stars of Life in Zero Gravity yes, Part Three. We are. We are. You you've you heard Astro Alicorns on Cali Waves, among other tracks. Kids bop. Oh, yeah, you've you've heard our, our work, the the classics that we've put together for you. But yeah, uh, I, I feel like I, I've regained my powers. And I'm back to destroy the sports casters out there. They're trying to cut in on my nonsense market. And I have one thing to say: stay in your lane. I'm a borrow a line from Lavar Ball. Don't don't try to come talking about a bunch of random nonsense. That's what I do. Don't try. Stick to your sports. Stick to sports. You know, I'm gonna I'm pull that line on you. I'm gonna pull that boomer line. Stick to sports. This is what we do here. We have I have a monopoly on nonsense, so yes. I I don't need anybody else trying to come in here. You know, there's only so much bandwidth for nonsense out there, and and I plan on controlling all of the nonsense. Speaking of which, these schools need to do better with this online stuff. Like, I don't understand why my why my seven year old needs to be on like five apps and five sites just to get through the school year. How do you feel about that, Astro Alicorn? I feel amazingly bored. Yes, <laughs> I'm not amazed because you say you're bored all the time, but <laughs> it's not that surprising to me that you're bored. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, like, there's just too many of these things. There's too many apps, <laughs> and now if if the audio went weird there, it's because she's putting a, a phone in front of the microphone. <sighs> Bring your daughter to work day once again <laughs> for the for the measly pennies that I make doing this. <laughs> I guess this counts. This counts as work. But yeah, I don't understand that. I don't get why we're doing, and we're going to stop that, okay? We're going to stop putting it in front of the microphone. Oh, we hit 11-11 right there. What a blessing. What a blessing. Yay. <laughs> what, a, what a true blessing. Yay. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's been it's been interesting lately. Uh, local businesses, let me know if you want shout outs like i'll do it for free i'm not i'm not trying to make money off of you yet i mean i'd like to get sponsors in the future but i know everyone's going through a tough time right now and i'm i mean i'm not doing this for the money right now like i guess down the line i'm hoping this could lead to 
you know, a li- I'd like I'd like to make some money off it because I do put the time in. It is like some work, believe it or not. So I'd like to actually be able to take it somewhere in that regard. I'd like for you to fill my pockets with your with your pennies, with your Pelosi pesos, if you if you please. I don't know, like the checks that came out. I feel like maybe Pelosi's more responsible for getting us r- normal people money. And I'm kind of giving away how much money I make by saying that, right? If, if you know, <laughs> or at least how much they can keep track of. Just kidding, FBI, IRS, don't come after me, please. Don't investigate. But I don't know why I said FBI, but you never know. They're always linked up somehow. CIA, please no. Please no. <laughs> <laughs> but I just what do you, what do you mean by please no? What do you mean I, I don't by want that? them to come after me, Astro Alicorn. If they find out that I'm making more money than it says I make, they might come after me. Or maybe I'm just doing this to flex and be like, oh, I make more money than you thought, guys. <laughs> this guy is going to get caught by whoever. No, I'm is. Not, I'm really not doing anything wrong. I'm I'm very careful. And plus I paid for I paid for TurboTax uh Audit protection, so I can't be audited. <laughs> What's TurboTax? I'm not as old as you. I don't know all the old fashioned. TurboTax, send me some wrecks because I just gave you some promo. Um, I don't yeah. know if that is old fashioned. Well, it's kind. Of, I mean, not, I wouldn't necessarily call it old fashioned because it's on the internet. But I don't know. I guess the internet is <gasps> is older than you, so to you, it's probably old fashioned. But yeah, like I said, local businesses contact me. Uh, to my listeners, step it up. The numbers have been declining and there's no excuse. You don't have anything to do. You need to listen to every episode 10 times. That's your homework. Listen to them 10 times. Make me money. I get money off of every stream because I put these ads in here. So I need that. I need those racks. Come out the pockets um, or I'll, re- I'll come to your house and reach in your pockets and, and take what's mine. And then I'll grab some toilet paper while I'm at it if you're hoarding that still. Because I'm sick of this. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. No, d- just check out the show. Like, tell people, check it out. Like, I, I mean, it's worth listening to. It- we have a five-star rating on um, Apple Podcasts. That's no joke. At least last time I checked. Maybe I should check again before I say that. But last time I checked, we had a five-star. We don't- It's not like we have a lot of reviews, but we do have a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. So. And rightfully so. We put the work in. We grinded hard for that, for, for each one of those stars. But yeah, um, to I don't I don't want to talk about this, but I feel like I should. I don't know if anyone's even getting their news from me. I kind of hope they're not. But if you are getting your news from me, um, there are 2.3 million cases of coronavirus and 160,000 deaths worldwide. The U.S. has 755,162 cases and 40,109 deaths as of this Godcast. Um, so it's it's mounting by the day, you know, but it does seem to have slowed down. I feel like at least it's 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 not um, jumping rapidly every day now. And in some states, it's starting to kind of level out, it seems like. Uh, and one of those would be California. We got... As of this Godcast, as I say, like by the time you hear this, it may, I'm sure it'll be it's going up as we speak. But we have 28,963 cases in California and 1,072 deaths. So um, 
much lower than a state like New York, which is the example that I've been using lately because that's the hardest hit, which has 236,732 cases and 17,671 deaths. So uh, about 17 times the deaths and almost 10 times the cases in New York compared to California. So, I mean, it's a massive difference. But, like, I know the last few we've we've talked about coronavirus a lot. We're not going to do that on here. I'm trying to kind of get away from that topic. But I just felt like um, I should mention it if anyone else is just is interested in what's going on. And, I mean, I, like I said, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Some states have started to reopen. Some of the ones that shouldn't be reopening have started to reopen, which I don't think is a good idea. I've seen people protesting in, like, Michigan and even um, – Huntington Beach, which there's more conservatives are protesting the stay at home. They're like, I refuse to comply. I've seen signs like that. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, I don't get it. it, it just pe- people want their their freedom, I guess. And I understand that. But at the same time, it's like, it's not some crazy plot. Like, they, they really are trying to limit the spread of this. And, and maybe we don't want it to open the door for more government control of our lives, obviously. But I think the way that it would get to that is if you don't comply, if anything. So if you do comply, I think it's less likely that they're, that they're going to intervene more because they wouldn't have as much of a reason to intervene if everybody's listening and playing along. So like I've, that's, that's been my consistent message through all this because I see, I could see that getting out of control. And luckily in this state, people are listening for the most part, other than some of those uh, conservatives in Huntington Beach. That's one of the only things I've really seen. I mean, and some people, there's always going to be those people who just don't listen and try to go to the beaches and stuff, even though they're closed. So like, so those people, I mean, they're not all conservatives. I don't want to say that it's only conservatives, but it is more likely to be conservatives than not. So, yeah, just 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 chill. Just just stay in. I mean, most people don't do all that much anyway, so it's it shouldn't be that hard for you. And since this is this we do have our first um international interview on this godcast. Uh and since we do have an interview from India. Uh, I wanted to share India's stats, which is 17,615 cases and 556 deaths so far. But the thing about that is that um, it hasn't it hit India later. So that number, I'm sure, is projected to go up more. I mean, all the numbers are going to go up more until they finally level thing. off. You don't need to hold that. <laughs> Astro Alicorn is taking a video of our... Of our uh, Godcast. You may not want to film this whole thing because it's going to be long, but <laughs> well, actually, not too much longer, I should say. Only like uh, two more hours. No, just kidding. <laughs> very, very good. Very good. <laughs> but yeah, so we have an interview with the Indian music artist next. And um, without further ado, here is his song, Let Me Show You Something. Let me show you something. 
better hear what I've got to say because you won't get it again. So first, like, why bonehead bangers? What does the name mean to you? <laughs> okay, so this was uh, out of a song I wrote back in college. Okay. So, so you, was it like, you, you sing or? No, I, I used to write before. Oh, okay. Did you write so for? A... Li- Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, did you write for other people or like you uh, performed no. it? I used to write for myself and then I decided to, you know, get okay. a little better with it. And uh, I don't know, this was just a random song. It was, it was called Bonehead's Ballad. And Bonehead was supposed to be this alter ego okay. of mine. Okay. Cool. So, which, which was just built up in my head. So I was like, okay, so that's me. I'm going to make all the stuff with a certain frame of mind and I thought might as well give it a name he usually doesn't trip out if he has that 
that's cool um so w- let me see oh, it looks like it might have Huh. Can you you could still hear me, right? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Okay, it seemed like you cut off for a second, so my bad. Uh, okay, so that's all right. That's all right. Yeah. Okay. No, it seems like it's fine. I'm not sure what happened right there though. So, um, you said your your friends call you uh, Bonerhead. Do you have any other nicknames? <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. That is just Bonehead. <laughs> that's the only one well i didn't know you were talking about alter ego so i wasn't sure yeah. if you had like other alter egos yeah yeah i mean i could name them but it gets kind of <laughs> over the head it's too uh, it's too in-depth do you think <laughs> yeah it's too in-depth <laughs> all right I-, I was just curious because i mean I-, I i have a bunch of alter egos myself so that's why i was like it's kind of fun like to come up with different um it definitely is yeah actually when i started out making music i went by chaos like with a k like k-h-a-o-s that was like my original um name and then i kind of it changed over time like to what oh. i wanted to do so yeah but i've been zero okay. grav since like 2012 i think something like that so it's been a while now with this name so i think it's sticking yeah. <laughs> how how would you i just, think it's pretty great you like it uh, all right cool uh, yeah your name your name's cool yeah. too I, I remember it so if it's memorable i think that's a good thing uh. <laughs> <laughs> how would you describe uh india's music scene i think what? it's pretty pretty in the you know in a pre-stage right now like it's it was gonna go up a lot of indie musicians were coming up doing world you know in whole india tours international tours but uh, thanks to <laughs> this whole pandemic it's been kind of slow and uh, yeah. i'm not really sure where it's gonna go yeah, that's tough. Like, um, I'm guessing you guys can't have like large gatherings over there either, right? Yeah, but the thing about having, uh, you know, so many people here is that there's a niche. There's always there. There's always people who are gonna listen to your music, even if it's you know experimental pop or something. Yeah. Experimental pop. Okay, so so people are pretty open-minded there, like musically, you say? Yeah, I mean, there's a pretty strong indie musician community here, especially the, in the electronic scene. If you see, like, they're just like brothers. I mean, the... if one guy puts something out, there's like a whole community backing him up. Okay, cool. And, that's a, I mean, that's a good thing. I don't know if it's necessarily the same here. I feel like people are a little more competitive, you know, like for me, I always like to help out any musicians that I know, like, but a lot of times I feel like there's not as much support here or something, you know, it's it's like everybody's just trying to do their own thing. And they think it's almost like if they think if they help somebody else that it's going to hurt them somehow, you know, like it, I think they think there's like a limited amount of like a exposure that that can be allowed for everybody collectively or something you know mm-hmm. yeah i understand 
yeah. few people here thinking the same way i've met few musicians who think that you know talking to a, an independent artist is going to hurt them in some way but i think that's just that's how they think i don't think that i think that collaboration is the best way to go you know by collaborating you're having one artist audience you know coming shifting all the way towards you so yeah. technically that's that can only help you yeah i, I agree yeah i agree like a lot of times i work alone just because <laughs> it's a uh, sort of hard to to for me it's it's not that i don't want to work with people it's just more it's it's hard not everyone's on the same schedule and not everyone has like the same level of dedication so it's sort of like definitely people, people that are doing it more casually it's kind of hard to work with them because they'll keep uh, postponing or saying like, oh yeah, I had, I have to do this today or what, you know, like they don't make it a priority as much. So it's a little more difficult, but I love to collaborate. It's a, it's a fun process. And I, and I agree. It's like a, then you can like, you both can gain like different fan bases from that. Yeah, definitely. What would you call your style of music? Is it more bone or more head? <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, I haven't been able to tell that myself. I mean, I've been influenced by... Okay, so I started out as a drummer. And I was into that whole metal scene. Oh, yeah? So you so you start... So how did you go from, like, metal to um, electronic then? I have no idea, <laughs> just it just came to me the whole music i i didn't plan any of this yeah. i just listened to music and it just you know laid a path for me and i one day opened up my door and just made <laughs> i still can't categorize it into anything because i've been influenced by so much you know techno very recently techno and house music i mean I used to resent people who used to listen to stuff like that. Can you imagine that? Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah it's an interesting uh, transition. I, I don't think a lot of people wouldn't go from uh, metal to electronic, you know, because it's so different. But but I think, I mean, it's good to have yeah, like a, an open mind. <laughs> Uh, so who are your are your musical influences uh, like aside from the great zero graph of course who are your other <laughs> influences aside from you i would say uh, okay so steven wilson okay and, and steven what... wilson has been a big part of my musical journey because he somehow just you know made experimental music popular get it yeah like the best way i can explain his music is it's experimental pop and that's just completely opposing things i mean something that's pop is not technically experimental but he managed to do it yeah that's Lawless. true yeah well and and i think that's then, that's the, yeah oh sorry go ahead <laughs> uh, so top three right yeah what was your what would your top three be I guess the second one would be Eminem. Yeah, that's interesting because I mean, I mean, the songwriting and everything it just it blew my mind. I was a you know ninth grader back then when I heard my first Eminem track, and oh, yeah. it kind of yeah it kind of 
got where the you know it showed me the path okay so this is what you need to make music about not just you know yeah that yeah and money and you know yeah his uh he's definitely like a high level writer so that makes sense um i would say like i mean if you're doing the genre that i do like there's no doubt that he'd be like an influence for you so i definitely get where you're coming from (laughs) so yeah he i mean he's a very talented writer um and then what would your other one be Okay, so epic uh, rapper, uh, pop artist, I'm going to do someone who's a DJ, who has influenced a lot of my mixes. Okay. Who would the, who's the DJ? <laughs> or that you had in mind? His name is Nothing. N-D-H-N-G. N T H N G. Yeah, he's a part of this label that's called Lobster Theremin. Okay, I, I'm honestly not familiar. Um, I'll have to check that out. Nothing you said. Okay. Yeah, he's a pretty dope artist. I'm not. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not super familiar with like DJ names, so that's probably why he may be like more well known than I realized. But it sounds a little familiar, but I'm just not sure. <laughs> I, I don't think he is though. I don't. Okay. Yeah. I think he's pretty un- underground. Okay, well then that makes sense, because <laughs> I'm like I don't know a lot of a lot of the DJs' names. I'm not um, not that I have anything against uh, right, DJs. You, you might want to check out. Yeah, I'll check. I'll check it out for sure. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's coming up with this album. It's called Hypnotherapy. It's releasing on 25th, I think. Okay. So there's a so yeah that's like a week from now or exactly a week from now at least where where I am I guess for you it'd be yeah. a little less than a week huh <laughs> slightly yeah, less yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. oh yeah I, I guess I should let the listeners know that that um I'm in America and you're in India or I'm in the United States I should say because that might not <laughs> that might not make it clear you nice and you're in India so this is sort of an experiment in itself this is the first time i've done a a show um that was like outside of the country so that's pretty cool i did one where one person was in san francisco and i'm over here like more near the los angeles area so that's like but that's only you know like 400 miles this is quite a that's like six hours away (laughs) yeah so th- that's that's a bit different than um from here to india <laughs> so that's cool definitely um, yeah it's like midnight here yeah it's uh, i think when we calculate it it's like a 12 and a half hour difference or something like that so it's yeah. a bit it's a bit different um so who are your heroes in life like outside of music would you say my heroes in life that's a difficult question yeah it's it's kind of tough i guess yeah honestly it would be everyone that i've met because they've influenced my life in some or the other way i can't pinpoint a few people okay it's just everyone that i have met has been a pretty big influence that's why let's say i met them (laughs) so they're all like heroes collectively yeah, collectively, all of them are heroes. Some of them are demons, but uh, some of the demons were <laughs> for the best. 
so, sometimes you can learn more from the demons than the heroes, huh? So I guess yeah, that's not definitely that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, yeah. So, speak, and I guess I, I'm not sure. Uh, what, what's your impression of America? Would you consider it more of a hero or a demon? <laughs> a, a hero, definitely. I mean, okay, so back in India, most of the people are, you know unfamiliar with my music but i've seen people from europe people from us you know they're way more open to experimental music and you know that's kind of a plus point for me okay well that's interesting i i really i don't know like it's always interesting to see what other people's impressions are you know um how do you how do you think america can improve like what you know you have any advice for <laughs> the country i would have the same advice for your country which i have for my own country honestly because our prime minister seems to just do whatever trump does really <laughs> yeah i mean it's hilarious Oh man, I didn't know that. <laughs> so what's something that your prime minister's done that that Trump did? It's crazy, man. I mean, you can't pinpoint it out, but <laughs> it's just you can clearly see he's just trying to be what he is. Like Trump Jr. or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so does I, I'm I'm a I'm a bit unfamiliar. So does. India have like a would you say there's like a left and right wing there in terms of politics Definitely. or is it yeah okay so so there's with, a very distinct left and right here okay so would the, so I'm guessing your prime minister would be more on the right or, or he could be on the left and still <laughs> no he's right wing AF <laughs> okay <laughs> that's interesting I I didn't know that. It doesn't seem like a lot of uh, leaders are copying Trump right now, so that's kind of interesting to hear. <laughs> it's pretty weird for us right now. Yeah. What, what would you say is the what, what is the overall view of of Donald Trump in uh, in India? Like, how is he perceived over there? I mean, by most people, he's considered as a joke, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I that, guess that, I guess that's what other people would think about our prime minister as well. I mean, if you get a third person to view it who's not, you know, all up his ass or something. <laughs> I would say yeah, I would, definitely. I would say more people view him as a joke here too than not a joke. But there are still obviously a good amount, or I don't know if I could use the word, the term good amount, but there are still a lot of people that support him here. <laughs> but yeah, I'd, I'd see more, I, I definitely am more on the joke side of that. <laughs> so that's just me. Yeah, there are way, way more people, you know, supporting our prime minister than, you know, who are against him. But, you know, what can you do? Yeah, it's just one of those things. I'd say, yeah. I think... It's definitely tipped more towards people not um, supporting Trump here, or I, I think it's always been like that. It, even when he won, he didn't get as many votes when he won, so <laughs> he got like millions less, and a lot of people aren't yeah. voting. 
And a lot of the people that can't vote, like the kids, none of the kids or hardly any of the kids support Trump, you know, so it's like... Yeah, the younger generation is a little more aware of everything that's going on. Yeah. And the older people. Well, I think things... It's the same, I think. Yeah, I think things move further left over time. Like every generation moves further left. So, yeah, I think that's part of it. We can only hope... (laughs) It seems like it. It seems like that's that's like the general thing. Cause over time, it's just like people get more. I don't know. People people get more open to change. Cause I think that's a big. That's probably a big difference. At least with the right wing here and the left wing here. It's like the right wing wants to keep everything the same. You know, it's all about like the old days. You know, like make America great again. That's like talking about mm-hmm. taking it back to the old times and stuff like that. And like. And the left wing is more like people want to push forward to the future, you know. So it's a, I think that's probably one of the main differences. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's what separates them. What What do you think the world misunderstands most about uh, India? Uh, uh, okay, so I've never been outside this country, but from what my friends have told me. <laughs> they everyone just keeps calling them curry boy oh wow and really? i think that's hilarious curry boy that's kind of that's kind of rude i think that's right? hilarious <laughs> yeah no dude i would love to be called curry boy i'm not even kidding it's not at all an offense you should have curry it's fucking amazing yeah i agree with i mean i definitely <laughs> i'm gonna get into that later but i, I definitely like curry and other indian foods so i wanted to yeah so but, we could i'll have to <laughs> yeah honestly i mean i've seen people get pissed about it and you know i wouldn't be pissed if someone called me curry boy i would probably laugh it is, well that's good i mean you can't i, I think that's a good mentality to have because if if you do get mad then you're kind of giving them what they want you know they want a yeah, reaction yeah. <laughs> But, but I mean, it, it doesn't even sound like an insult to me either, like, when you think about it. Yeah, that, that, that's the reason. That's the reason it's so hilarious. It's not even an insult. It's like, they must not have had curry or something. Do people, what do people think of Steph Curry in India? <laughs> Is he popular over there? Uh, not really. No. <laughs> that, that, I was just curious, like, because of his name, people might might have, like, th- you know, he might have been more popular over there. No, I personally haven't heard of him. Okay, he's a he's a basketball player, so, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, basketball is not that famous in India. India is all about cricket. Cricket, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and there's some uh, other sports, too, huh? What's, like, the top sports over there? I know cricket. That's the one I've heard. Dude, it's all about cricket. Our national sport is hockey, but no one gives a fuck about hockey. <laughs> Wait, hockey's the national sport? I honestly didn't know that. Yeah. What? Field hockey. Oh, field hockey, right? Okay. So that's that's no, not not ice hockey. Field yeah. hockey. That's that's interesting though. I honestly didn't know. So I'm already learning things. So so that's a good thing. Uh, what are your what are your favorite and least favorite things about uh, India? The most favorite thing would be uh, how easy it is to get out of shit that you've done. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty relaxed. Because, there. 
yeah pretty relaxed and the worst thing would be potholes the potholes oh man the oh yeah there's Trust there's me, a... you, th- you think you have potholes in your country you don't how how deep are the potholes there it's like uh like i mean it's like a well if it's raining so you can die of potholes oh wow back that... in india that's crazy. So so there must be a lot of like it must do a lot of damage to cars, huh? Yeah, definitely. Like I mean, you can't drive something that's a low rider here. <laughs> no low riders? That makes sense. No. No low riders. You can't have tinted glasses like the window, it can't be tinted. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that's some some wacky ass rules we've got here, man. I mean, so freaking sunny and you can't have tinted windows i mean it doesn't make sense i didn't know that like the is that because of the potholes or no <laughs> probably not probably not <laughs> it's because it's because everyone wants to have an eye on you see what you're doing while you're driving i guess you know here there actually is a restriction too but it's like a certain type of tint like you can have tint but there's like a legal shade you know like once you get to a certain point, it's like um, like you can get tickets for that and stuff like that. Yeah, se- we got we got cops ripping them off just straight up, Wait, stopping you, ripping them off in front of you, and be like, okay, get out now. Wait, they ripped the tents off. That sounds like it would be hard yeah, to do. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like it would be difficult. It's crazy. It's crazy. It was like, no, no tents. <laughs> what are you doing in there? <laughs> so I'm guessing that Anderson Park song with Kendrick called Tents probably isn't too popular over there, huh? <laughs> or maybe it is. Probably not, I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> uh, so, so what would you what would you like to see change most about the world? The world in general, right yeah. now. Yeah, what is what do you think the world needs? The world needs Jesus, man. The world freaking needs Jesus. Yeah? The- yeah, I'm not even kidding. And not like as in you need something to believe in. That's what the point is. You know? Oh, yeah. I yeah, I, yeah. I I I think I think so. I think in general people just need more kindness. Yeah, so I'd agree with you there. Um, what, what, I, and that actually, I, I, that makes, I'm kind of curious, like, so what, do you have like a religion or are you a, a religious person or are you not? Not I mean, I'm pretty much agnostic, I think, but you know, you have phases where you believe in some stuff, but yeah, you can believe in a higher power without being religious. Yeah, I'd say that's. I haven't shared this with my listeners yet, but I'd say that's about where I am. Like, uh, I'm, I'm like, I do believe in like a higher power, but I don't, I don't know. Whenever I've studied religions a lot and I've taken like classes on them, and to me, it's like they all are very similar, which means that I don't necessarily yeah. think that there's like a right or wrong one, you know? Of course. I think they're all teaching like the same type of things. So yeah, definitely, they just have different ways of telling you the same things and i think what the what the principles are they are way more important than everything that's built around them yeah like i know 
you know, like some some a lot some religions or people in the religions, I shouldn't say the whole religions will like try to say that like others are wrong, like based on like something that they do. And I'm like, well, if you look at like 90% of the stuff that both of these religions are saying, it's like the same thing. So and yeah, definitely. All the big things are still the same. So it's weird to yeah. me when people get hung up on that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, we have a big communal issue going on here. <laughs> Oh yeah, it, I know yeah. it's it's a different system over there than here. So um, I mean, not really. I think that okay, according to me, I'd say India is what USA was 50 years back. Okay, so you think it's just like um, it's just like in a different era, basically. Yeah, but it's a very predictable era because you know. Honestly, Indians are obsessed with Americans. So, if you see a typical Indian, he's watching Friends, sitting home, having popcorn, <laughs> you know, on his couch, <laughs> trying to be all American. That's basically a typical Indian, you know, I want to be American. That's funny. I, I, That's like, hilarious, trust me. I've seen, I've heard of that in other countries, like, countries having like a um you know like people wanting to be like america but that's inter- that's interesting to hear are you more of a ross or a chandler dude, <laughs> just dude, nobody wants to be as much american as the indian kids right now really yeah i know, I know hip-hop culture has like a really far reach with with people and a lot of the youth you see in other countries are like trying to emulate that so i've seen that for sure because i have a lot of people from other countries on my instagram so i see that and i'm like oh these these kids are doing like hip-hop poses and they're like in like bangladesh or something you know and it's, yeah it's... i mean okay so recently like a year back or a couple of years back, years back in india the hip-hop community really started growing and honestly speaking it's all built around bollywood whatever Bollywood does, that's what majority of the people, you know, tend to shift towards. Yeah. I've seen some very elaborate, like, Bollywood music videos, like hip-hop videos <laughs> over here. Because uh, the Indian restaurants I'd love to will, see a video of you them. reacting to Bollywood music. <laughs> no, I, th- I think it's cool. Like, it, I, I'm always... I'd probably just look all, like, amazed if you saw me. I'm just like, whoa, a lot of the videos are so colorful and, like, you know, it's it's just different than here, but in a good way, I think. Because it's not just like... Yeah. Here is just, like, a bunch of girls, like, shaking their butts and stuff like that. And over... And, like, the videos I've seen from India is, like, more... There's, like, a story, and it, it's usually... A lot of the ones I've seen were almost, like, an action movie, but it was, like, a music video. <laughs> okay, so you've probably seen the older stuff, so we we are shifting towards the booty and everything now. Oh, really? So it's <laughs> so... all going to hell now. Oh, man, well... <laughs> well I, I mean, mean that, 20 not... years back, they had some... They had some freaking creativity ripping off Elvis. But now it's... <laughs> Something else, man. It's something else. Well, I'm not necessarily opposed to to seeing all that, <laughs> but I'm just I'm just saying it, it's cool to see the creativity too, you know. So I, I'll have to check the the latest. Yeah, definitely. Out. <laughs> um, 
Um, what what are you what what do you want more than anything in in your life? In my life, yeah. Can't pinpoint anything out, but uh, that's something I'm gonna have to think about. That's a t- yeah, it's kind of tough. Well, if 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 you need to think about it, we could come back to it. <laughs> this uh, we, uh, kind of a tough question. Let's come question. back to it. All right. Uh, what are you most proud of? Hmm, like, that's a pretty tough one as well. Uh, we ask the the tough questions on KZR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only the only the toughest questions. <laughs> I think my art would be what I'm proud of most because honestly, that's something that I've created. The art, yeah. I mean, that's. Yeah, I mean that goes from lyrics to clicking a photo that I really like, or maybe you know a song that I really vibe with. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, th- I'm there's definitely ones that I'm more proud of than others. You know, like some sometimes yeah. it just it just comes out better. Like. Sometimes in your head, it, it'll come out even better when you actually translate it. And other times it's like you couldn't quite get it where you wanted it to go. Yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah, so it's just like, I'd say I hit more than miss, like, by far. But at the same time, I'm like, man, there's certain songs. I, it, you probably have the same issue. Like, a lot of my friends that make music or, or like, audio engineers, it's always like, ah, th- why did I do that there? Or, you know, like, why, why did I have to, like, say that word like that? Or just whatever it is, you know? Yeah, definitely <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I always have that happen. I'm just like, ah, oh, man. <laughs> I can't seem to get the snare right ever. Yeah, it, it'll just bother me. Like, nobody else probably notices, but every time I hear the song, I'm like, man. Yeah. Why did I have to mess that word up? <laughs> you know, like, I have that with a... Not every song, and probably more songs that I'm fine with than not, but there's always, a lot of times there will be something, and I'm just like, ah, oh, man, or like, that that word there was slightly offbeat, or just whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely it gets to your head, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's tough, it's just like, ah. Okay, oh. so, what about you, which, what what are you most proud of? Um, If, if you I don't to... mind me asking. No, yeah, if, if I had to pick one one thing, obviously I'll go with, like, my daughter. Like, I'm just proud of, like, the way that she's turning out and, like, she's having, like, a, you know, okay. like, a great childhood. And I'm happy about that. Even with everything going on, like, she she has, like, a positive attitude and I'm just proud That's of her. That's great. So. That's great. That matters a lot. How yeah. old is she? She's seven now, so. Okay. But if I had to, if I had to name some other things, um, I'm I'm very proud of, uh, like I got my, my, I, do they, uh, they have bachelor's degrees there, right? Or you know, like degrees, university, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they call it bachelor's, but though. Yeah, but... we call it bachelor's. <laughs> okay. And then the, I thought so. Uh, Two year course after that, which is called a master's. Yeah. Okay. So it's the same then in that regard. Yeah. So I got my bachelor's. Yeah, but I degree. think you guys study for four years, but we do it for three years. Yeah. Okay. So that's a little different. Yeah. Mine was four years. And a lot of times now people take five or six to do their bachelor's. Like it just, it takes longer because it's harder to get the classes and stuff like that. So, yeah. but, but I've, I got mine in four years, so I'm proud of that. <laughs> 
So that's a good thing. And then, um, I mean, I, I'm proud of, of the music that I've made, you know, like, I think I've made a yeah, lot of... Yeah, I was of, waiting for you to come to that. <laughs> I'd say the most, I don't know, like, what which project I'm most proud of. I'd say that they get, I feel like they get better each time basically so i'd say like the last two i'm probably the most proud of the ones i released last year um the viable and uh life in zero gravity three i'd say i'm pretty equally proud of those you know so that's what i'd say but yeah and i'd say i'd say those are just like certain songs i'm i'm proud of that i've done because they just came out like the ones that came out better than you expected that's always like the ones i'm the most proud of it's like wow, are the it's kind of ones that come out of nowhere where you don't you're like oh yeah this would be cool and then it just comes out like it exceeds your expectations I guess, so yeah yeah definitely ones you didn't think that much through or rather overthink are probably the ones that came out the best yeah the ones where it was just real natural like I mean one of the songs I'm, I'm most proud of that's like endured the most is like is is a uh, jelly I don't I'm not sure if you heard that one but that one is just like it's such a strange okay. song but in like a good way it's just like it doesn't sound like any other song out there so I'd say that I'm most proud of or Which that's one of the ones that most one proud from? of that one's on Life in Zero Gravity uh part 2 or no yeah part 2 so Okay. <laughs> yeah, and my, and my daughter just told me she loves jelly right Peeps! now. <laughs> there you are. I have her ah. with me. <laughs> yeah. So. So yeah. Um. I, but there's a lot of of songs that I'm proud of. Um. I'm really proud of the album that I've done with my friend uh, New Jack, which has been taking forever, which still isn't. <laughs> I always okay. give him a hard time on here about that because it's a really good album, but it's like we've just been kind of waiting to release it and like this whole thing hasn't really helped you know so yeah definitely yeah but but that's i mean once that comes out i think people it, uh, like it sounds different than the other stuff i've done so i think that there'd be like a certain uh, like group of people that like really like that one over some of the other stuff you know so it should be cool and uh yeah uh how did you how did they go on that Oh, sorry. Go, I, I missed that. What did you say? <laughs> I'm waiting on it. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks. I mean, I appreciate that. I, I don't know when it'll be out. Like, my parts have been done for a while, so it's more just like the mixing. Okay. and uh, Yeah, we've yeah, had like... production and everything. We've had computer issues, or he has, and like a lot of the songs are on one computer, and that computer kind of went out, so then we're just like, oh, man, and... Then like he's like a he's more of a professional engineer than I am, so he's more. Okay. For, for me, I'm like as long as it's listenable. Like and with him, it's like he wants to. I get it. Like he wants to perfect like the mix more, which I do too. But I think he has like more of a. He has more of a um, aptitude for that, I guess. So he's. Uh, yeah, that up. Yeah, which isn't a bad thing, but it's just it it makes it take a bit longer to to get it done because it's not you know like we were doing it in like st we we recorded parts of it in like studios in hollywood you know and like it's like we can't okay. we can't mix there anymore with everything going on so we have to kind of yeah. mix it in other places so it's a little more complicated <laughs> it is it is definitely yeah how did you find this uh joe how like i was kind of curious about that how did you find the the life in zero gravity god cast oh, honestly 
I think I heard of your album Life in Zero Gravity Part Two. Okay, so the song One and No, I guess that's what it's called. Oh, okay. I heard that one, and it had that you know Seven Nation Army vibe to it, and I really love to jam to it. Oh, cool! Yeah, I, so you recognize that I was I played that on like yeah. a, key, a keyboard, like with synthesizers and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that was the song that got me into you know your music, and then later on I discovered when you started doing podcasts as well. Okay, cool. That's that's interesting. Yeah, that's uh, I I I didn't know um that was like the song. So how did you find that song even? Like I'm that, a, I'm that was a masterpiece. I think it was hilarious, and just you know, I don't know. It had a very smooth and chill vibe to it. Made me wanna dance. Oh, cool. That, I'm, well, I'm glad. I mean, that's not one that I... It's always cool to, like, hear appreciation for songs that I don't usually hear it for. So that's cool, because, like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I got... I that That's cool, though. Wow. Um, but... And how did you first come across it? Like, I'm just wondering, like, was it on Instagram? Or was it, like, you were on Spotify? Or I don't know where... I was on... I was going around on Spotify and one of my friends was listening to this song. So I was like, okay, might as well check it out. I really like the album art on it. Oh, yeah. Honestly, that's what which pulled me towards it. And I think the visuals are a big part of your music. You say what was a big part of it? Uh, the visuals, the album art, I consider that as a big part of the music because that's the first thing a person sees. That's true. That's I actually didn't do that artwork. I commissioned it because I had seen this this artist who was doing like that galaxy hair like that. Okay. And, yeah. And and I thought it was really cool. So I I was I decided to get it, have them do it for a cover, you know, because I didn't want to like steal their artistic idea, you know. Yeah. So I had them like do. Makes a, sense. Makes sense. I had them do a picture of my daughter, you know, and like I paid them for it and everything. But then what's funny now is I've seen a lot of album covers use that. So I think it sort of influenced some people because I've seen like be. a good amount of like um, galaxy hair album covers now. And I never saw that before. So, you know, it's interesting to see that. <laughs> yeah. And then also Life in Zero Gravity Part Three. That album art is tripping me out. Oh, I I see. That's one of the ones I actually did myself. Yeah, that album art. Yeah, I I did it like. Yeah, I've do I've done most of them actually. The only one I didn't do was Part Two, just because I thought that was such a cool concept, and I was like, well, let me give them credit, you know. So I'm yeah. I yeah. wanted to I wanted to go to the original artists, you know. So. But but yeah, the other ones beautiful. I did. Oh cool. Well I'm glad uh, that one is pretty weird. It's like a, it's there's a team here called the the Los Angeles Dodgers. You might have heard of them, but I used right. yeah. I kind of like interpolated their logo to make the this new zero grab logo on there. So that was part of that, like with the star. Oh, okay, now I see it. Yeah. <laughs> so in, instead of a baseball, it's like a shooting star. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going for. I just thought it would be cool because I'm like a fan of theirs and I always like their logo. So and you got a little cap on it. 
Yeah, so I thought, I thought it would be cool to just like change it up like that. But that's cool though. Um, it got good artwork, man. I mean, Reevolution's got some weird shit that's going on, man. Yeah. <laughs> so what's behind that? I want to know. Oh, the Reevolution is sort of like a, it's sort of like an awakening. Uh, that's what that was supposed to be, like seeing the light like that. But it, it was like it was like I made it gray because it's almost like seeing through all the the haze that's around. Yes. Because that's sort of like a theme that I've had on other albums, like purple haze and stuff like that. Like that album is like it, Revolution is almost like a sort of continuation of that, I guess. So purple haze was like about um, it's it's about like because you know how people will say the world's black and white. Have you heard that expression? Yes. So I. I I kind of think of the world as being like red and blue more like there's like a I don't know I don't see so to me and when you mix red and blue you make purple so that's what yeah. that's how you get like a purple haze where it's just confusing because a lot of times like with politicians like they'll be supposedly left wing or right wing but they sound like yeah. the other side or vice versa or a lot of times it seems like both sides are just the same side so that was sort of, you know, or like there's Bloods and Crips and it's all kind of the same thing. And like, it was just like a lot of, uh, I, I saw a lot of like red and blue combining. And that's sort of carried over into that Revolution cover because it's like seeing through all the gray area, I guess. Yeah. I think that's a great concept. Thanks. I mean, usually I have some type of concept. Like with the Bible, there wasn't as much of a concept as just like, I wanted to make an album where... It still had like strong messages and stuff, but I wanted it to be uh, like something you could put on and just like play all the way through. You know what I mean? Like I, I, okay. I felt I didn't want I, and I wanted it to be like the messages were more like something you might catch when you listen to it a couple of times, you know, instead of uh, just like so obvious. Time. Yeah, it was more like a, you you put it on, you kind of dance to it and then later on you're like oh wow these songs are saying more than i realized that they did you know so that's what i was sort of yeah that's what i was sort of going for with that i wanted to because i had made a bunch of like very deep albums and i i just kind of wanted to do something different with that one or like just try to make like the the most fun album to listen to i could with with still like retaining all like the artistic credibility and like the experimentation you know yeah, I'm going to have to hear that one once again. Yeah, you, uh, well, <laughs> any time you want to check it out. I gotta, I have to listen to more of your stuff. I've heard a good amount, but yeah, I'm going to have to check more of it out. Like, uh, I don't have much stuff on my channel. It's just like six songs, but I am, uh, you know, releasing an extension of my previous EP. Okay, yeah. Well, well let me know when it comes out and, and I'll check it out and we'll... We'll shout it's you May out. May the 4th. Okay, May 4th. Oh, like Star Wars? <laughs> Have you heard Like I that? told you, Indians, we are all trying to be Americans. Oh, so is it related to Star Wars, May, May the 4th? Yeah, yeah, it's a Star Wars reference. <laughs> okay, I thought so. I was like, there has to be a reason why there's that date. <laughs> That's cool. Plus, our lockdown ends on May the 4th, so I think our Prime Minister is trying to make fun of us with the star wars reference as well oh really <laughs> yeah it might be it might extend though they're extending a lot of that stuff but i guess we'll yeah, see could be could be yeah i'm not sure if 
if this whole if like COVID nineteen got to you guys first or got to us, I'm not sure. Like which. I think it country- got. It went to you, uh, you guys first. I think so. I feel like it but, did. But I think with the population here, it's gonna spread way faster. It's hard to contain, you know, a respiratory disease in a country with <laughs> six billion people. Yeah, there's Not a lot. Right. Couple of billion. Yeah, there, I know there's, I, well, not, that would be most of the earth. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, but I know there's like, you couple know. of billion. Yeah, so, well, hopefully it doesn't, hopefully they're able to contain it, but I think it will, it probably will be tough because I feel like it's sort of similar to New York in terms of population density, and it's been pretty rough in New York, so hopefully, yeah. um, hopefully they uh, are on top of it more earlier on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, do you have any uh, like favorite episodes or favorite moments from this from the Godcast? Can't pinpoint any specific moment. Okay, uh, I just yeah. I don't know. I think I'll have to come back to that one. Okay, I just wasn't sure because I mean you you've it seems like you've heard the majority of them, so I was just curious if there's any that like stood out. I think I sort of talked to you. I was you sort of said this. I was curious if you have if you had any favorite projects or songs of mine that you've heard. Yeah, I mean, wanna know is the is what got me into your music. I mean, that's the one I relate with you the most. Okay, <laughs> that's cool. And yeah, and also there... I got a, okay. So alter ego is pretty. You know, engaging, to say the least. I mean, you don't see a seven-minute hip-hop song. It's very, it's very long. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I I love that. Trust me. I mean, I'm the kind of guy who listens to whole albums in a go. So. It's very hard for me to pinpoint a specific song or a specific episode. Okay. Would yeah, would, that makes sense. I like to listen. I think of the way I make my albums is like they're meant to be more of like a full uh, experience, like like a full album experience, you know. So. It, yes, there... and and they are. Trust me. I mean, I just put on one of your records and just chill out for the next couple of hours. Just you know, and it has phases. It's not a linear experience it has the bumps it has the moments different oh. kind of moods different kind of emotions triggering in oh yeah that's uh, that's cool i mean i'm i'm glad about that because that's definitely what i'm going for like i'm i never like to try to make like the same song again if i can avoid it you know <laughs> yeah i mean kudos to the sound design well, thank you. Yeah, I do most of my um, like production, or I make most of my beats. Like I, I, that's I collaborate more with producers than I do with other artists. So sometimes I'll have like other producers on there, but most of it, like probably ninety percent, is like mine. That's great. Uh... Oh, thanks. Oh, I like the, I like your music too. Like what I've heard, and and I'm sure we can do we can collaborate in the future. <laughs> of course, I would love that. 
that would be cool. I think we could make some some interesting songs. Uh, what are your? Oh yeah, so oh that's what I was gonna. So out of the albums that you've heard of that that I have, what, what which one stands out the most to you? Would you say? I think each of them stand out in a different way, but Zero Grab Part Two is, I think, my favorite. Okay, cool. Yeah, that, that's a that that's a inch. That's the one that has jelly on it, actually. It, yeah, so that's, yeah. I think I missed that song. <laughs> that one's. Fun. I haven't heard that one uh, as much, but I'm surely gonna check it out. You've got another <laughs> artist with you on Jelly, right? Yeah, my brother actually. <laughs> okay. Is on that one. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, well, that's cool. Um, th- I, I, that's a. It's always interesting because I always get different responses on like what people's favorite projects are. But that's that. I mean, I like how that one came out. Like, uh, I think it was pretty consistent. So that's cool, though. Um, and there, I don't know. I mean, there could be more parts in the future. We'll see. <laughs> I'm hoping for it. <laughs> what about like? Also, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Okay, so I had a question for you. How do you come up with names? Because there's some amazing creativity going into the names of the songs of or the, the... Tra- of the songs yeah i do i do try to put a lot of thought into them like a lot of times they or were there any names in particular that you were curious about because i could tell you like about those specific names or like uh yeah so, uh, with uh what about jelly okay so jelly is a uh, like Jelly is like a term for jealous, right? Like it's sort of like, oh, you're jelly. It's sort of like a All right. slang for jealous, but but the song, but in the song, it's it's referencing like a the food jelly too. So it's kind of like playing off that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and that that's cool. That's that's why it mentions like jelly and jam and all that. It's like that's. Yeah, it's it's sort of like yeah, a play yeah. on that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like when it says if you act a jelly, then we got the jam. It's like saying like um, yeah, jam yeah. is another expression for like we gotta leave. Like if you're if, if you're basically if you're bringing like bad energy around us, we gotta go. <laughs> okay. That's sort of what that song's about. Yeah. So it it's just about having that one is just kind of about having a good time more. Um. Oh, I'll. Alter Ego is sort of like two songs in one. Like that's what that's okay. what that basically was. But it's uh it was sort of just about being like your true self and not like it says like you need to alter your ego. It's like it's basically saying to be your true self, you have to kind of tone down. You have to like uh, understand your own um, faults and stuff and realize like you're that you have like room to grow you know and like nobody is necessarily perfect so that's kind of what that song's about more no yeah. great to know the inside on that one yeah thanks yeah that, that's so that i mean there's there's always a reason behind the names and then i like to put a lot of z's at the end of them just because of my name yeah, <laughs> yeah i noticed that <laughs> yeah and and, and it's a lot of zeros yeah and it's sort of uh well, the Z's at the end is also like it's it's meant to be a tribute to Tupac because he always used to do that at the end of his songs, and I thought it fit for me because like my name starts with a Z, so yeah. 
Tupac used to have like his song names would end with a Z instead of an S. So I sort of All like right. it's like kind of a, a subtle tribute, I guess, that probably people didn't know. But yeah, that's part of the reason I do that too. <laughs> you know, so even on here, that's like good. like on I even do that with the with the Godcast. I'll put the Z's at the end of the name. <laughs> yeah, I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what are your what are your favorite songs that you've made? Do you have like a favorite or are they all kind of like equal in your mind? Uh, that's probably the most difficult question you've asked me yet. <laughs> oh, man. Because I think my favorite song isn't yet, you know, even in pre-production. I haven't even written it down properly. It's probably still in my head. So you think you're OK, that makes sense. So are, are you, you from what I, the stuff that I've heard you're mainly um like an instrumental like artist do you see yourself recording like vocals in the future or probably I okay mean, hopefully I'll be able to record some pretty dope vocals soon enough I'm honestly still learning a lot of stuff you know yeah. Oh yeah, well I mean uh, it would be I think it would be cool to hear because you you mentioned like writing songs so that's why I was saying like uh if you're writing lyrics it seems like you probably were planning on like uh, recording vocals at some point. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's difficult because when I started writing lyrics I was in the metal phase so so it was they a little... <laughs> came out pretty yeah they came out pretty angry pretty you know. Yeah, well, you might be able to to fit that in. You could make like some angry electro too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking of getting some post rock influences and maybe I don't know. Probably that gonna would, figure it out soon enough. That'd be cool. Um, how can people find your music? Like, I know how to find it, but I just if people are listening, how could they find it? Yeah, I mean, you can find it everywhere. Uh, I uh, I have them uploaded on Apple Music, Spotify. I've got a Bandcamp page. There's SoundCloud. I mean, if you go on Google and search Bonehead Bangers, you're going to be able to find any link that you need. Okay, cool. So Bonehead Bangers. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I Like I know, because I mean, I'm talking, I know how to find you clearly if I'm talking to you, yeah. but <laughs> it's more for the listeners, yeah, I know. you know, so um what uh what are your goals for 2020 well honestly i was thinking of releasing as much stuff as i can but uh, now i'm reconsidering it i think this would be a, the best time to you know brush up on my skills that makes sense just like yeah i mean it's definitely a good time with yeah. all the extra free time huh yeah i mean learn a few things learn how to mix better master of tracks on my own yeah that would always be of help yeah that's that, that seems like a good idea i mean i'm tempted to release stuff because i'm like well everyone's home now they don't have an excuse not to listen <laughs> yeah <laughs> but at the same time it's like you want to make sure it's like uh it's good you know or like uh so yeah, that... I, I would prefer try to find a balance between you know, collaborating working on myself and learning new stuff honestly yeah that's a good idea i think so what is the covid19 outbreak like in india right now 
I mean, honestly, with all the social distancing and all everything, I don't see much of a difference because I stay home all day anyway. <laughs> so you you've you've been practicing for this, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was pretty prepared for this. <laughs> You're like, all right, well, same life as usual. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. Yeah, I think... but that's a very uh, you know privileged way of looking at things. I mean, there are obviously people who are having a lot of trouble. Oh yeah, no doubt. Especially I mean... in here, you know, there's a lot of migrant workers who are stuck somewhere trying to get back home with the lockdown they're not able to then there are people who are but yeah i mean you know i see a few of my friends who are giving food to people who are homeless i mean that's always something you can do yeah that's true Uh, that's a i mean that's a great thing to help people out like that yeah yeah well yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I'm not the type to always be going out either, so it hasn't affected me as much as other people probably, but, but like, it, other than, like, I was working for schools more, like, I was a teacher and a instructional okay. aide more, and then, like, all the schools are closed, so I'm not doing that right now, I'm, uh, so I'm doing more of, like, my side job, which was, like, deliveries, and that's, and... Okay. I mean that's not the not necessarily the safest thing to be doing right now, but I, I keep myself as safe as I can. Yeah, you know? definitely. Like my hands are super dry from washing them all these times. Actually, they're <laughs> pretty good right now, but that's because I put some lotion on. <laughs> but they've been really dry, so yeah. And then you know I I wear the mask and all that, so. Yeah. But yeah. I'd say in general, like it hasn't, it hasn't changed like my home life all that much. I mean, there are, there were, I did like to go to the beach a lot. So that was something that I wish I could do more of, but you know, a lot of the beaches are closed and things like that. Hello. And my, my, uh, my, hi. He said, hi. Hi. (laughs) My partner, Astro Alicorn wanted to say hi. (laughs) So. And and she wanted to say peeps again. I don't know if you heard the last episode, but she kept saying that. Yeah, I, I heard that. She yeah. <laughs> That's like her thing lately. <laughs> so have you ever seen anything like this before in your country? The whole like outbreak? I mean, I don't know. We kind of sort of, I guess, we were prepared for it because, you know, with all the news and everything, everyone was like, stop importing stuff from China. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it. honestly, uh, so I think the first case was uh, in uh, January, I guess. Yeah. If I'm not wrong. Yeah, I mean, it had to come here eventually. It's not that far. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh. Uh, what part of India are you in? Or, like, if you're comfortable saying... You don't have to say, yeah, like, your, okay. sh- your street address. <laughs> yeah, so I live in New Delhi. New Delhi, okay. I've heard... I've actually heard of uh, of New Delhi. I'm in um, yeah. California out here, so... Okay. You probably Hello. heard of... Yeah, you've probably heard of California. <laughs> I've heard of New, New Delhi, De- though. Yeah. New Delhi is... Uh, want to be New York, you said? Yeah. And Mumbai is wannabe LA. Oh, okay. That's so interesting. Everyone everyone here who's, you know, in the industry is trying to get to Bombay or Mumbai. Now oh. call it. 
Yeah, yeah, the, they changed the name, right? It was Bombay for yeah. a while. Yeah. Yeah, okay. a lot of names they've started changing. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I didn't know that. That's an interesting perspective, like that there'd be like a... a I mean, it makes sense, like that uh, all countries are going to have similar... or cities that are similar to each other. <laughs> Yeah, so. definitely. I mean, like LA is probably where you want to be if you're, you know, in the music industry or, you know, in the acting industry. Hollywood yeah. is there. It's like the, it's like the inner, they call it the entertainment capital, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So Mumbai is our entertainment capital. Okay. That makes sense. That's interesting. That's like yeah okay I I mean I actually was familiar with that but I didn't know necessarily that that New Delhi was like a New York that that's a, yeah I didn't know that so that's interesting to know um what do people trust the leadership over there in general would you say or is there like kind of a mistrust of the leadership so I think it's divided into two types of people people who completely and blindly trust the government yeah and then there are people who just don't trust the government no matter what they do even if they're doing something good probably oh yeah that makes sense i i guess that's kind of a general thing then huh (laughs) yeah it's like living in two extremes i'd say if if i had to guess it probably is like that everywhere huh there's like a a group that does and doesn't because it's just a natural thing (laughs) <laughs> what, what do you this is this is sort of random but i'm kind of curious what do you think of uh apu on the simpsons Which, <laughs> i fucking love apu on the simpsons really because <laughs> i've seen okay, some so, things yeah go ahead so most of my you know english is based on what i see on tv and you know the simpsons south park all these shows they basically shaped our language yeah I mean, I'm able to speak to you in English because, you know, I read Archie comics back when I was 10. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you're like your English is is way better than my grasp of any other language. So I give you credit for that. Really? <laughs> Thanks a lot. Yeah, uh, I don't I'm not that fluent in any other language. I mean, my closest is probably Spanish. Like I could understand most Spanish, but yeah. <laughs> Dude, trust me, my my Hindi is not as good as my English is. Oh, is that right? Oh, okay, that's yeah. Well, well, your English is is uh is very good. Like, I mean, I understand you perfectly, and like, yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah. So, so, so coming back to Apu. <laughs> yeah, because he's there's a lot of people who say that he's offensive. So I was curious if you thought it was offensive or. You know. I mean, I'm pretty offensive. You are <laughs> so so. I can't point out and say that okay, this thing is offensive. I mean, most of it is you know, it's just plain humor. I think it's pretty funny. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that they're necessary. Like, I feel like the whole show is kind of making fun of people, and yeah. and I don't think that Apu comes across as as being like worse than any other character if anything yeah, exactly. he owns a I mean, business lot, yeah, I, yeah. a lot of stereotypes and i think a lot of shows i mean you, you look at big bang theory you've got that guy raj kutrupali yeah that's sort of like and and 
yeah, th- yeah, that's true. There always there always are. And, and in his case, like I was just curious to get like an Indian's perspective because I feel like a lot of people here will say it's offensive, but they're not Indian, so it's like I don't know if you really know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? So, I don't think it's offensive at all. Yeah, but I'm sure there are people in India who would think that it was, you know. So yeah, probably. So it's just different um, perspectives. But to me, just like, I guess on the outside looking in, I'm like, he's the, like Homer is, is the, is probably the dumbest character in the show, (laughs) you know? Yeah, I mean, okay. So back in India, a typical American is considered as Homer Simpson. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah. So, so, I mean, that's, that's like, you know, the show is making fun of you guys as well. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. It's actually mostly making fun of America. Yeah, it's mostly making so. making fun of Americans. Yeah, and and, and even with with Apu, they're not really making fun of him that much because he he like he has his own business and he's in like yeah. Mensa, like they made him like where he's smart, you know, and all that. So it's like I don't know. The the only thing that they did is they made him sort of like a stereotype of Indian person working here, you know, so, but okay. like. Everybody else is a stereo like Willie is a stereotype of a Scotsman. Yeah, you know, I so mean, it's Willie is <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, so it's sort of. I think that's a way way harsher stereotype than any of the others. On the show, it might be. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they have like the bumblebee man. You know, it's supposed <laughs> to be like a Latino. Like the, there's all Italian. types. Of, yeah, the, yeah, the Italians are all like mobsters on there, so. <laughs> It's just, I, I don't think it's meant to be like, a, you know, like to make people look down on Indians or anything like that. So Yeah, definitely, man. I think it's just in fun. <laughs> so I'm I'm actually a big fan think, of the... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I think it's great writing. Yeah, it is. Especially early on, you know, like the first like 10 seasons or so, I'd say. Um, yeah, I remember this. Uh, I... <laughs> so I remember this episode in which uh, Apu is singing and it's like an old Hindi song I don't know if you've seen that episode there's a whole dance sequence that goes kind of like one of those Bollywood music oh, videos yeah. talking about yeah I've seen yeah like I've seen a lot of um, I've seen a lot of the episodes okay so I think I can recall which song it is. It's called Pal Bhar Ke Liye Koi Hame Pyar Kar Le. Okay. I'm going to send that to you. I'm going to send you a link. You have to watch that. And I'm going to sh- send you the original music video. Okay. I'll check it out because <laughs> I, I haven't seen it. It's probably like, I'm guessing it's very uh, similar to the music video. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the most offensive part of it. If any Indian was supposed to consider the Simpsons of, uh, you know, offensive, it would come from that episode itself. That and that episode. is what makes it, that is what makes it so hilarious. <laughs> I'll have to check that one out. I Like I've seen the episode, but I haven't seen this music video. So I'll have to see that. <laughs> so I was going to, like, I'm actually a big fan of the Indian food I've had, but I'm sure it's very basic, like, samosas chutney dal lentil chicken tikka masala and stuff like that so I, i'm kind of dal no way even yeah. i don't have dal dude really <laughs> yeah i've had i mean i've had like the stuff that's that i see here but i was i kind of wanted to get some recommendations for you because i feel like you probably know like better foods or like more like well you know like stuff that 
it's kind of under the radar here that might be even better, you know? Yes, of course. Yeah. So, if you... Uh, what, okay, so you're okay with spicy food, I'm guessing. Yeah. And you're um, probably a non-vegetarian as well. No, I'm not. I was a vegetarian for two years, but I'm not okay. a vegetarian right now. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, there's this Rajasthani dish. It's called Lal Mas. Okay. That sounds a so little familiar. Yeah. Yes, it probably would be, but uh, it's very hard to get good lal mas there. Uh, it's hard to get good lal mas here. I mean, I can only imagine what... It's probably it's more like difficult there. here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would I, I've you know I've I've heard this I've heard different perspectives on this. Would you say that are samosas like a a traditional Indian dish or is that kind of more Americanized? I think it's a pretty Indian dish. Okay. It's a it's like one of those snacks that you have in the evening with you know a cup of hot coffee or tea. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, that's actually one of my favorite dishes that I've had, but I, some people will say, oh, that's not really Indian food. So I was just curious, like, if it was, uh, you know, if it was, like, more authentic or not. Yeah, it's pretty authentic. You might want to check out this thing called Pao Bhaji. So it's Pao basically, pa- basically ah. buns, which are fried and deep fried in butter or something, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's this, like, you know, mush of all the vegetables you can find and honestly it's not the prettiest dish to look at but it tastes amazing i'll have to try that well samosas have like kind of the mashed vegetables in them too right so it's sort of yeah similar in a way yeah yeah kind of sort of similar imagine if uh, the samosa was you know a little off with the ratio of water (laughs) okay i'll have to check that out that sounds pretty good Oh, I mean, sh- yeah, I'll he- send you the names of these because it's some weird pronunciation. I'm sure you are not able to get this. Oh, pro- well, probably not just by hearing it, you know, like, but yeah. Yeah. That, uh, well, I'd appreciate it. Are there any more like dishes that you'd recommend? Because I mean, that's the, when I'm in the mood for Indian food, it's like really good, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, you probably had butter chicken. Butter chicken, yeah. That, I've had like the goat, some goat dishes, yeah. Um, okay. Sweet chili fish. I, I, I don't know. Lal mas would be... Th- they call it sweet. They call this dish sweet chili fish in America, but it may be something different um, in India. It's Probably. Like, yeah, but I like the chutneys. Those are good. Like the ones I've had. Okay, the the South Indian stuff you're saying, the white chutney, coconut chutney. I've tried those, yeah, or like I've had some green chutney before. Okay, yeah. so that's the standard Indian chutney. Okay, okay, yeah. Well, I have to honestly, check I'm not a big fan of South Indian food myself. So you're more of a, yeah, I like the green one. I think the most of the ones I've had. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. I I don't know. I forget what it's called, but that's a good one. Yeah, that's just called chutney, pudhina chutney. Standard. Okay. Green mint. Basically, green mint. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mint. Yeah, I knew I was like, yeah. it was slipping my mind. Yeah, it's mint. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, the, what? 
but that's the biggest scam because indians never put mint in it it's coriander and chilies oh okay so it's just called mint but it doesn't actually have like mint leaves or whatever usually it doesn't sometimes it does i mean you have various versions of it yeah because a lot of times i have it and i'm like well it doesn't really taste like mint but i like it <laughs> <laughs> yeah like because i don't really want like the mint flavor as much like yeah, yeah. that's like for brushing your teeth or something <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah so <laughs> uh, what what types of american food do they have where you are uh, like i'm guessing there aren't a lot of like hamburgers right <laughs> yeah i mean i have like a hamburger every other day not now because you know you can't order food from outside since lockdown yeah everyone's making food at home mom is trying really hard to make you know pizzas every other day <laughs> to change it up. yeah pizzas are classic that's one of my favorites yeah. Uh, yeah here they actually have chicken marcella pizza here in some restaurants okay it, it's pretty good i i like it the times i've had it <laughs> it's a little different I'm trying for some pepperoni right now that sounds good, yeah. I, yeah, I have a place like right by me that's really good. Yeah. So, so, so they, but do they have like uh, or what, yeah, what types of American food are there? Is so there actually are ham. I wasn't sure if they'd have hamburgers because I know like um, <laughs> eating like cows is not necessarily like a you know a okay a so popular. Uh, ham- hamburger for us is actually chicken. There's no okay. Beef. Oh, okay. Maximum so they'll have uh, probably goat. Burgers. Come on, eating cows is burgers. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, well, that's what, there's turkey burgers. There's chi- like I actually eat a lot of turkey burgers myself, so I kind of get. I don't eat a lot of beef generally, so that actually sounds kind of better, honestly. Like a chicken burger, I think I'd like because I like chicken sandwiches. Yeah, like, I mean it's all right, but it probably doesn't taste the same as. Uh, regular hamburger, I guess. Well, to me, like with the, I don't know if they have turkey burgers there, but those taste really similar in terms of the. Okay. Yeah. No, we, uh, we don't have much turkeys in here. Okay. It's either chicken or goat or fish. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, that makes sense. What's your uh, music making process like? My music making process. Okay. So, what recently I've been doing is coming up with some sample that I really like and, you know, just building everything around it because, I don't know, I'm just starting out and there are a lot of processes I'm not familiar with. Yeah. So, I don't know, I mean, honestly, each song is made with a very different process than the other. Even okay. if they're all the same album. Okay, so you just have different uh, techniques you use? Yeah, but... Okay, so the refining of the song, the whole mixing process, that is a little more structured. Mm. Okay. The, do you... So I'm guessing you you probably work alone a lot like me, huh? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, so I think we have probably a similar process, like you just kind of see what sounds you like and try to put them together. Yeah, I mean, I check my song on my monitors, on my phone speaker, and in the car. 
Oh yeah, I and, do that too. I mean, if those in those three situations, if it sounds good, I mean, I think it's good to go. Yeah, that's funny. I, that must just be a musician thing. That's what I do. I, the car, honestly, the car is the big one for me. I like to make yeah, sure definitely. that it, it has to rattle the car, or else. Definitely, the car is the most important because that's when you, you know. Yeah, even probably the, gonna discover a tune. <laughs> Even though the car isn't, it never has the best system of any of the stuff. Like that's like the one that I go to the most. <laughs> yeah, you know? but it's a different experience listening to a song in your car. That's probably the place I hear the most music, so that's why I think of that. And I think a lot of people have that too, like where you're driving yes. around. And honestly, like with headphones, nothing ever sounds quite the same, so I don't really worry too much about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't trust how my mixes sound on headphones. Yeah, and nothing, honestly, like headphones, nothing really sounds bad, but nothing sounds great yeah. in headphones, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's it's just one of those things where I don't worry too much about that, I guess. But other than that, yeah, yeah the car is like a big one for me. <laughs> Who? Wh- what would your dream collaboration be? My dream collaboration? Yeah, like an artist you'd aside, like the most. Aside from you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'm... That's, I mean, I'm flattered by that, but I'm sure there's like some artists that you would really like to work with too, you know. <laughs> that's a, that's a hard one. I'm a little easier to work with than like I don't know if you wanted to work with uh like Paul McCartney or Mick Jagger or something like that would be a little harder. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm, I guess. I'm, yeah. It would be Stephen Wilson any day. Okay, I thought so. <laughs> I was like, it's probably the number one guy on the list. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that would be, yeah. Well, that would be cool. I hope you get the opportunity to do that one day. Yeah, plus he's a really difficult person to work with. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it might, be, it might be difficult. Well, we can make a collaboration happen at least. <laughs> yeah. Who, who would you meet if you could meet anyone in history? Hmm. In history. Yeah. Like, who do you think would be, like, the most interesting person to meet? I think John Lennon. That's a good... Yeah, that's a good one. Definitely. For for somebody who's into music, yeah. Yeah, get behind his whole process. Of, you yeah, know, that, I feel just, like... Just, the, just his musical journey would be, like... Something to witness, definitely. Yeah, that's a good one. I, yeah, I think that would be really interesting to see. He'd probably have a lot of interesting perspectives. Yeah. What about, like, if you could punch anyone in the face, who would it be? <laughs> I can't say that on this podcast because it'll get flagged in my country, but I guess you oh. know who I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, I, I think I know what you mean. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get you in trouble, so. <laughs> uh, how, how are you surviving this quarantine? Like, what what do you do to survive? Honestly, I sleep almost half the day. <laughs> yeah, your your sleeping hours are almost like reverse from mine, I think, because I'm usually yeah. asleep from um. 
I feel like I go to sleep like around 10 or 11 most nights, and then I wake up okay. at like 5 something a.m. So, wow, Daddy, it's almost like the reverse. I wish I didn't wake up that early, but what? <laughs> what? I, I wish I could wake up that early. I wish I didn't, honestly. I want to get more sleep. <laughs> My body's no, just sleep. used to it. Sleep's yeah. been one thing that I don't compromise on, honestly. Well, that's good. I wish that I could get more sleep. It's just hard to, like, my yeah, body won't definitely. Yeah. Today I slept in until 7 a.m., which most people probably wouldn't consider sleeping in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I usually go to bed at 7 a.m. Yeah, so it, that, that's my version of sleeping in. Uh, so do you have any, um, do you have any questions for me or anything you want to share with the audience? Um, I think we covered it up pretty well. I I think so. <laughs> I don't. I don't know much about your personal life, though. Yeah, well, I mean, um, like I live in, I live in California, like like I was saying, you kind of knew, and I have a daughter, and um, I like I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing and Final Fantasy VII lately. <laughs> <laughs> really on uh, the switch yeah on this well yeah well animal crossing or no animal crossing on the switch yeah and then final fantasy on ps4 so i've been playing those um <laughs> i've been i mean i've i've always been a like into writing but and i've tried to work on books several times and then i just stopped working on them but lately i've been like really uh committing to it more i guess just trying to make the That's most good. of the time so I'd say that, like, um, in terms of personal life, uh, I don't, I, I, I live in the same city as my parents, but I'm over here all the time visiting them. (laughs) So, and and my brothers. So that's one thing, like I have like an apartment, but I, I come over to their house and visit like every day, pretty much, especially when my daughter's with me. So, (laughs) yeah. And you know, other than that, I mean, I don't know if you had any specific questions about my life, but... Yeah, I have one question about this album that I just noticed. Okay. Which, it's uh... called Trump America. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that... that what album, is going on? That album is, 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 uh, it's, well, it's an EP more. It's, it's, How uh... How did that... You know, how did I not notice that before? <laughs> that one is, it's, I mean, if you listen to it, it's definitely um, not exactly a positive uh, take on Trump. It, I actually I actually released it on Inauguration Day, like right when he was sworn in as president. And okay. I was just, I, like, I just really didn't like um, his candidacy and everything that happened going on with it, you know? Yeah, yeah, clearly. I, I didn't like a lot of... And in the in the image, I sort of made him out. He's like wearing like a KKK outfit. Yeah. <laughs> and and I made his hands small because I knew that was like a thing. Like he kept talking about how his hands weren't small. So. <laughs> and then the image, I mean, it, it people have said like I should not have that out there because I could get in trouble or whatever. But I think it's just a cartoon, so I don't know how seriously it would be taken. But I yeah, I don't think they're going to take it seriously. But if you do plan on taking it down, let me hear it a couple of times. 
Yeah, feel free. I mean, it, it's. I would say like the mixing isn't great on there because it was sort of done last minute, sort of last minute with the mixing, but it's it's like a cool project. Like it's just a. Yeah, I know a, what I'm gonna listen to tonight. <laughs> it's just a way to vent, you know, just like sort of frustrated with everything that was going on, and you know. I uh it that was my way of like getting through it I guess but I've seen it I know it it's very polarizing for like my the people that listen to me like a lot of people love it and a lot of people hate it just because of the content music wise I don't think people no, uh, I think it's going to be a hell of an experience listening to this one <laughs> I just notice you've got KKK in caps yeah <laughs> Subtle, real subtle. Yeah, well, th- and that's sort of like a reference to Ice Cube. He has an album called like America's Most Wanted, but it's spelled like that okay. uh, with the KKK. Okay, I so didn't that was, know that. That was sort of like me getting like my ice in my Ice Cube mode, like early '90s <laughs> Ice Cube, like because people think of Ice Cube now, they think of him as being like a, you know, are we there yet? Like or from Friday or yeah. more of like a movie actor, but like in the '90s, he made a lot of like pissed off like. Uh, political music and that's sort of so that's sort of where i was drawing some inspiration from on there you know all right yeah <laughs> that's pretty cool man i'm gonna listen to that album right now <laughs> all right well yeah <laughs> let me know how you like it it's uh i'd say well more people like it than not but it's definitely one of those projects where like a lot of people can't get past the politics of it even though like musically yeah, i feel definitely musically i feel like it's a cool project and it's it's so it's sort of silly in some ways and actually okay. yeah so it, it it's silly and it's sort of just like meant to be more thought-provoking i guess so yeah but i think it came out if well enough the only problem i really have with it is like the the mixing wasn't where i wanted it to be but other than that i mean <laughs> for like an ep and that's that, probably because you had a certain you know sound in mind probably yeah and also like i made the ep after he got elected and i released okay. it when he was inaugurated so i made it in like three months so that's part of it too that's pretty quick. <laughs> yeah so that's that's part of the reason why it's like because you know he he got the election was in november and then he gets sworn yeah. in and january and then the, and then you had to leave time for it to actually be released on the platforms which yeah, I wouldn't like make... a couple of months, a month at least. <laughs> yeah, they, well, f- here it's like about three weeks, I feel like. So that's okay. about... But you probably want to have a month just to be safe for as long as you can, yeah. you know? Some stuff... I mean, oh, now, if yeah. you're applying to playlists and all, I think you got like a... You should have it on your Spotify for artists at least a week before. So you can apply to editorial playlists and all. Yeah. I don't know if you true. had that around that time. It's like... Yeah, yeah, I didn't always know about that. And honestly, whenever I submit them, it seems like they don't usually get picked up. So I'm just like, I don't know, (laughs) but maybe I don't leave enough. I mean, it's a weird selection criteria. Yeah. Which I'm pretty unsure of how it's done. Yeah, it's sort of weird, but yeah. So, but I want to take advantage of that more in the future for sure, the Spotify for art. I I do have an account, but I don't always check it and stuff or, you know, like I don't always use it. I think I'll do that more for the next projects I'm working on. I mean, might as well. uh, You get your song on release radar at least. Yeah, right. (laughs) Basically, all the followers 
they'll have a selection of music every friday yeah that would be a good idea i think something like that i'm, I'm also, planning on releasing more singles really... oh sorry go ahead yeah that's a better <laughs> that's a really good plan I mean I've been looking at a lot of educational videos you know how to release your music and stuff and everyone's like you know release sing more singles yeah I think and so do it more frequently I think so that's what I'm learning is you got to like stay active more you know like they say to post more. like I don't post yeah. a lot of stuff so I'm like I do a lot of I update my story every day but I don't do like posts very much so I think that's something I could do more of you know Yeah definitely Yeah, so um well did you have anything else like you wanted to share with the audience or anything? I kind of I think I ran through everything I had pretty much. <laughs> so I wanted to like give you the floor if you had anything else. Uh I don't think so. All right, well, I mean It's been fun like thanks thanks so much for coming on like you've been more supportive than a lot of people I know personally and I really appreciate that and I'm glad that you liked the show. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot Zach. You know this is my first podcast. I'm pretty shy on a microphone. <laughs> I think <laughs> you've been well. the best you've been the best host you could have been. I try I mean I try my best you know so <laughs> I got some experience doing this now. <laughs> yeah. Uh well yeah well Goodbye we're done. Yeah. Yeah thanks Bye. a lot. Yeah, thanks a lot for again for coming on and, and I'm sure we could have you on in the future. Yes of course. I'd love to collaborate with you on a project soon. Yeah, that would be great. Uh yeah so I mean Until next time. Thanks for entering Dimension 11. <laughs> Yo, peace out. KZRO Sports, 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 Super Sports. No, it's not. There's nothing super about it. <laughs> But uh, it seems like virtual drafts are what's in store for now. We just had the WNBA draft. The NFL draft is coming up next. Um, honestly, I didn't watch the WNBA draft. Probably not going to watch the NFL draft. I don't find it uh, all that entertaining. I only care about like one thirty-second of the NFL draft, you know? I don't <laughs> I honestly don't care about any team other than my team. I'm not like, and even then, like once it gets to like the sixth round, I don't really care who they're drafting at that point. Like, like maybe it'll work. I mean, I know there's always those cases where they end up being a transformational player, but like, I'm just not that, I'm not that interested in the, the sixth round. Don't, don't care too much. So yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't see myself watching these virtual drafts, but that's just because I'm not all that interested in drafts in the first place. Like, I'd rather just look and see. I don't need to invest like the hours. I know people have draft parties and all that. And it's like, it seems like people probably only have draft parties when their team sucks, right? Because it's not really that interesting when if your team doesn't suck because you're not going to get 
like a great player in the draft, most likely, unless you made some trade or whatever. But you know what I mean. And in the NFL, they they value picks a lot, so they don't really trade. Like they're not going to trade the first overall pick unless they're getting like the third or and and like second. You know, it takes a lot to, for them to give up a pick like that. Uh, but I am wondering what's going to happen with the NBA and NHL draft because if their seasons can't finish, how is that going to affect the draft? Like, how are they going to seed it out? Like, are they just going to give it? Just like do it according to where the teams currently are. I mean, they probably still have a lottery in the NBA, but I mean, it just seems kind of weird. Like, I don't know how they determine like which teams got which and things like that. So, uh, yeah, I thought that was an interesting question. Like, I was just thinking about it. Like, okay, how is that going to work? <laughs> how are we going to make that work? So, I, I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Uh, Floyd Mayweather Jr., Looks like he may be moving towards coaching full time, and I, th- I think that's a, a great move. And and uh, honestly, like I think he'd make a great coach. Like he he's somebody who who didn't necessarily rely on his athleticism, although he was like blazing fast and has great reflexes. Like his style can it can be taught. Like and it can be it, he has a lot of pointers to give people and things like that. I feel like he could help a lot of young fighters and and i think it would be great to see like his his uh trainer his main trainer Roger Mayweather who was a former fighter himself of course a champion the, who, and who went by who was actually the original black mamba when he was a boxer um Roger Mayweather passed away sadly recently and i mean Floyd had a tough time like he lost the the mother of of most of his kids and his uncle/trainer so He's had a tough time, and I think from what I've seen recently, it seems like it's put a lot of things in perspective for him, and he just wants to help other young fighters out. And I think there's not a lot of better people you could learn from than Mayweather. I know that he's a polarizing figure to a lot of people, and he's not perfect. I mean, but like a lot of pro fighters have that. I'm not saying it's like an excuse, but if you're going to single out Floyd, there's a lot of pro fighters who have like checkered pass at best, you know, so... At the end of the day, like no nobody's obviously nobody's perfect, and if you punch people in the face for a living, like chances are there's going to be some type of issues. If you, even, <laughs> you know, chances are somebody who does that for a living is not necessarily going to be a saint. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that I'm judging them for that, but it's just like it seems somewhat inevitable if your job is to hurt people in the, in the ring or the octagon or whatever, like (laughs) it's just logically make, you know, it makes sense to me. Uh, But I I honestly won't be shocked if Floyd fights again. I mean, there's just so much money on the table for him. There's hundreds of millions of dollars anytime he steps in the ring. So it's like, that's hard to turn down. Even if you have a lot of money, it's like, man, so all I got to do is like, like I I do this training camp, which I do all the time anyway. I'm always training anyway. And then I just step in the ring and take, I could take on an easy opponent and still get a bunch of money. Like that would be tempting for a lot of people, you know, and most opponents are easy for Mayweather. So <laughs> at the end of the day, like I definitely wouldn't be shocked if he came back, but I, I don't think he has anything left to prove. And I, I personally wouldn't want to see him like step into the ring as, as an old man and just get knocked out and kind of like mess up his legacy a bit. I don't think that would be, and I'm not saying that's going to happen to him. I think he's probably still sharp enough to beat most of these young fighters, but father time, they always say is undefeated. And at some point, like 
it's going to catch up to them. And I, I personally don't want to see that. I'm sure a lot of people would love that. I don't think it would mean much personally, but I know like if you're somebody who has made a career out of being undefeated, then you take one random L like years later to, to some inferior fighter, like that obviously would, it's, it's hard not to see that affecting your legacy in some way, even, even if it's not necessarily fair to an extent. Um, Devin Haney, a young boxing prospect who is 24-0 with 15 knockouts, has said that, that he can't be beaten by a white boy, which <laughs> is an interesting comment. Um, he fights at 135 pounds, which is lightweight, and he happens to fight in the same division as one of the best amateur fighters of all time, Vasily Lomachenko, who is 14-1 with 10 knockouts as a pro. So... I mean, I hope that we can see that fight because I do think it's a good fight. Personally, I haven't seen enough from Haney to to pick him over Lomachenko. I wouldn't totally count him out, and I normally would totally count out anyone against Lomachenko, but a couple of these fighters are good enough, and I mean, some of them are bigger than him. Like, Haney would be bigger than him, I believe, so that's always a factor. And I don't know. Like we've seen Lomachenko vulnerable. Obviously, the 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 loss to Salido, which was really just kind of a farce of a fight, honestly. Like, but at the same time, it's not like he put on his best performance, even though it was like ages ago in his pro career. And I feel like he's come a long way since then. I still like think that some aspects of that, like if if you rough Lomachenko up, if you can manage to do that. It could be a tough fight, and but Haney's not necessarily that type of fighter. Somebody like Teofimo Lopez, that that is, that's an interesting fight because I mean, he has more of that style. Like he's more of a knockout artist. Haney is more of a boxer. He's actually been compared to Floyd more so, and I mean he's he's trained with Floyd and, and all that. So um, I don't know. I I wouldn't pick him. I wouldn't totally count him out. But man, it is reminiscent of uh, when Hopkins said that to Calzaghi, right? Hopkins told Calzaghi, "I'll never let a white boy beat me," uh, <laughs> and that didn't end up going so well. And actually, since then, Hopkins has lost to a couple white guys like Sergey Kovalev, and I mean, he got knocked out of the ring by Joe Smith. So. That comment has not aged very well, although it was a past prime Hopkins in, in those scenarios. And I mean, it's not like Kalzagi was in his prime either, but at the same time, like, uh, like it's still kind of embarrassing. It's embarrassing to say that and then go out and lose. So we'll see how that goes for Mr. Haney, but, uh, I don't know. I, it, it, I think it's, it's probably one of the better fights that can be made at that weight. So I hope that it happens, but I mean, it seems like likely that uh, promoters could get in the way of that because, of course, uh, Lomachenko's with Bob Arum and then H- Haney is with uh, Floyd, I believe. So that could kind of get in the way, <laughs> but we'll see about that. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much your sports for the week. And now let us read from the book of Grav. 
I'll be playing my styrofoam xylophone, rhyming random words, but am I a clone? No, I'm far too original. What I provide foes is provisional, literal, not a revisionist. Every syllable of this exists. I'm so far from ordinary, so I spread the wealth more than fairly. Everything else is just an air to me. I see things most won't dare to see. This is reality on a bridge. Trip you out even if you've done a smidge. This is not for the easily squeamish. To reach this, you need to be fiendish. Your dedication must be maniacal, but your craft must be reliable. I don't need to brag abilities. Come on, come on and chill with me. I'll take it back to the high school days with haikus. Welcome to my new phase. I don't need to brag abilities. Come on, come on and chill with me. I'll bring it back to the high school days with haikus. Welcome to my new phase. And you are minute. That was just an addition. And that's our show. Thank you for joining us. Do you want to tell them anything? Astro. Well, goodbye or hello, humans. Goodbye or hello, humans. That is the question, right? Yes. The question that's on everyone's mind. How do you feel about this, Joe, this particular episode? Hmm. I do not know. It's so good. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, you, you're, you're catching right along. You're, you're my brilliant protege and maybe one day you will have your own show i know you want one maybe we'll make that happen we'll start the astro alicorn god can <laughs> what do you think about that but yeah stay safe out there man this is a i had fun this is funnest show in a couple weeks uh thank you again to to bonehead bangers boner head bangers whatever he wants to go by <laughs> thank you no i'm just kidding thank you to bonehead bangers man uh I really appreciate your support, like I've been saying, and um, you've been just a phenomenal uh, fan of mine, and I'm a fan of yours, and I hope you you stay up, and I hope you continue to hone your craft and all that, and, and uh, you said you got something coming out May 4th, so may the 4th be with you, and yeah, we'll... we'll We'll stick around here on the Life in Zero Gravity Godcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Continue to listen. Tell your friends. I got I, I got new music on the way, as always. Always working on new music. I've managed to keep up my writing a song a day thing, but it's been tough. I'm not going to lie. It's been tough lately. But I've managed to stay strong with it and uh, stay developing. And yeah, man, that's that's pretty much it for, for this one. Thank you for entering Cloud Nine in Dimension Eleven. And goodbye, humans. Goodbye. Goodbye, humans. Yes. Goodbye. <laughs> we'll see you next week, and I'm gonna play you off with a with another one of my mixtape jams from back in the day, my SoundCloud mixtape type jam. So hope you enjoy that. Peace. No There's no head. Doing it like this. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody get my wrist wraps. But when I spit on this track, and if you want the fish, you'll get that. Change your name to Everlast if it is Zach. Don't need a quick clack. Push your wig back. Further than they owe me, it's a mismatch. Your shit's whack. 
Sorry to say, I'll bar you for days in the gnarliest ways. Pardon me, man, I just charge in the game and push you out as soon as you started a flame. Shoulda guarded your lane like bumper bowling, took charge of the game and dumped opponents. I'm owning you all like the U.S. government, taking all the cash, only a fraction of a cent. Nah. I'm like a rap Republican, destroy you all while my wealth is doubling. Don't fuck around, you suckers sound so weak. You better even in uptown, get beat the fuck down. Don't stand up, you better don't fuck around, you suckers sound so weak. You better even in uptown, get beat the fuck down. Don't stand up, you better. Sit there and groove for a second. Come back. Alright, enough groove. I rock mics with the super efficiency. This hip hop, I'm just doing it differently. Catch me in the booth. Truly, I rip and seize a mystery. So the groupies are digging me. Raps 360 degree kicks you see. Hits you from any angle, specifically. Piston Z, cause I hit your piece. Harder than a stoner and dip from me. <laughs> Don't fuck around, you suckers sound so weak. You better even in uptown get beat the fuck down. Don't stand up, you better. Don't fuck around, you suckers sound so weak. You better even in uptown get beat the fuck down. Don't stand up, you better. I got 2020 vision, your honey gonna be missing. By the end of the night, she wanted the nutrition. You fronted like you're written, and she wanted something different. Z supplied it, so it's me she ride with. A pilot, my cockpit, she inside it. A pirate, I raid and keep the fly shit. Go ahead, ask your people, I'm sick. That's how it'll be, you see, the time ticks and I rip so naturally, it's habit to me. Hip hop addict, I rap as I breathe. The Zaquaduck, the mainstream can't reach. Even with binoculars, slick rocking the mic with more sugar than chocula. I got to bust like I got blue balls, yo, this original. Not the plot you follow, got you all open with this white moon. This is what you call dope in a real tight tune. Don't fuck around, you suckers sound so weak. You better even in uptown get beat the fuck down. Don't stand up, you better. Don't fuck around, you suckers sound so weak. You better even in uptown get beat the fuck down. Don't stand up, you better. Yeah, without well, no doubt, this is a man, Shout out to Black Moon. Shout out to Sil Love. Shout out to Cut the Hero. Shout out to Earthworm. <laughs> Be on the lookout. Peace.